Hi there, it's Kathleen here, and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events, contact me, or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellwamby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries, and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says Become a Patron or Patronage at the top of the podcast. And don't forget to click the like or follow, and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, today we are going to talk about what if... You believed everything that God said about you. I want you to think about those words for a minute. What if you believed everything he said about you? Would it make you live life different? Would it make you make better choices? Would it make you feel more significant and have a better day? Well, I want to talk about that today. And before I do, though, I want, to, I want to just start in prayer. So, Lord, you've created each and every one of us. And we have our purpose here on this earth for such a time as this. And so I ask that you open our eyes, that each of us will see our, our value, our great worth, how you see us. Lord, erase lies we've believed and reveal your truth to us. And I ask that in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to ask you the question again. What if you really believed all that God said about you? You know, for a lot of my life, I didn't, I knew the Bible. I was in Sunday school. I was in church. But I really didn't believe all the things that his word says about me. And so today I want to give you some things to really think about. And I want you to ask God to erase any lies that you've believed about yourself. I think it's time that we trade the negative things that people have said, the lies that we've believed about ourselves because we tell ourselves. Sometimes we can be harder on ourselves than others can. And what if we traded them for the truth? What if we truly believe that God was our Father? And what things would you attempt if you really believed God was with you all the time and He had plans and purposes? You know, I've ministered to a number of people. I even ministered to someone um, this week that was really struggling um, and putting herself down and struggling with how she felt about herself. And I've ministered to to someone else recently that um, was cutting herself. She she didn't like the way things were going in her life and didn't really understand the truth of how much God loved her. And that is at the core of what we've got to understand because it's the bedrock of how we feel about ourselves, how we see ourselves, how we see the world around us, and how we even see other people. Um, I had somebody say something to me this week that was negative and um, they said something critical about something I'd done 
And I had to just step back for a minute and think, what is it that they're really believing about themselves? Not that I can't make mistakes or improve. I can always improve. I've got a lot to learn. But it was a real glimpse that this person was struggling and had to put somebody down. <clears throat> and so I got to be the brunt of it, which is okay. I'm a big girl, but I haven't always felt like that. When things like that were said or done in the past, until I understood my identity from God's perspective, those things could send me in a downhill spiral. Um, but, you know, as you study scripture, you find other people that really struggled with how God saw them. You know, David in the Bible, one of my favorite characters, um, a man of many failures, made lots of mistakes, had a man killed, committed adultery with Bathsheba. Uh, he, made, he made mistakes, but he was a man after God's own heart. He kept striving to know the heart of God. He was a worshiper. And so he made some good choices and did some things right. But he says in Psalm 139, 13 and 14, and you've probably heard me read this passage before if you've listened to other podcasts, but it's so important that we grasp this because I don't think we can be all that we're called to be until we really do. It says, for you created my innermost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know them full well. So I want to ask you, do you believe those words about you? Well, I'm here to tell you that they're truth. But I have to admit that's not always the way I believed about myself. And I had to exchange the lies I believed about myself for what God's word said about me. I didn't see myself as someone carefully made for a special purpose. And I sure didn't feel wonderful. I looked at my failures, my mistakes, my feelings of inadequacy, um, insecurity. And as I've ministered to people throughout the years, there's a lot of people that feel and have struggled with the very same things I've struggled with. See, the enemy isn't creative. He really isn't. He just keeps doing the same things to different people, but he makes us feel like we're the only ones that are struggling in that. You know, it says in Psalms 14, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 14:2, for you are a holy people to the Lord your God. Out of all the peoples on the earth, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Oh my goodness, do you know that you're a treasure to the Lord? That he takes delight in you when he looks at you? Oftentimes, life experiences lead us to believe that we're not special and no one treasures us. Or that the God that created us is distant. That's something I think people struggle with, but he's chosen us. It says right there, the Lord has chosen you to be his treasured possession. Wow. Oh my goodness. That is such a powerful, powerful scripture. And we've got to grasp it. You know, I want to even grasp it more than, than what I know now. That we're chosen and we're his treasured 
possession. You know, there have been different things that have happened in my life um, that, you know, have made me feel like I wasn't special or wasn't chosen. I remember being in, in fourth grade and have moved to a new school, didn't really know anybody, and they were picking teams for the, the kickball team, and I loved kickball, and I was the very last person picked on the team, and I just felt like the biggest loser, and it was amazing how that had an impact on me, even as a little girl, because it kept me from going out for things and trying things and new things, because I didn't I don't want to be, you know, made fun of. I find too in different people that I talk to and minister to, when someone isn't married or perhaps they've never been married, that they struggle with feeling feelings of that they're not that special, that nobody has chosen them to be a mate. Or even people that have gone through a divorce Something like that can really damage someone's self-esteem and how they see themselves in the world around them. But Romans 9.20, it tells us, and it states this plainly, it says, But who are you, O man, to talk back to God? Shall what is formed say to him who formed it, Why do you make me like this? Does not the potter have the right to make to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for noble purposes and some for common use. See, we all have our place in history. God's called us all to different things. There's some things I will never be called to because God just didn't create me for that. But he did call me to be a communicator. He did call me to be part of his kingdom. He did call me to help people. And... This is a pretty powerful straight statement because it, it really tells us who are we to question God? Who, who are we to question Him? Each of us has our own unique purpose here on earth. You know, I'll never be the president of the country, but that doesn't mean I'm not special or important and not valuable. And the same is true of you, my friend. You know, for years, I knew about God, went to church, studied the Bible, but I didn't really see God as my father. I didn't really see myself as someone created and hand-fashioned by God. And so it colored my viewpoint in so many ways. It says in Deuteronomy 32, verse 6, it says, Is he not your father, your creator? The one who formed you? So right there, it tells us again, God's created us. He's formed us. We just didn't appear on this earth because our parents had sex. God had a plan and purpose for your life and mine. And in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, Jesus included you and me when he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. You know, God is our Father. And my earthly dad, he died, um, goodness, I guess it's been 12 years ago, and I miss him. But in that place, I know I run to the Lord even more and seek his advice because my earthly father isn't here anymore. And maybe you didn't even have a good relationship with your, early, with your earthly father. Um, God wants to heal that in you. 
and he wants to be your father. So I challenge you to rest in the truth about what God says about you. Get your identity in him. Believe the truth that you are special. You are loved. You are treasured. You are made in his image for unique purposes. And ask him to open your heart to believe all that he says about you. And trade any lies you have believed about yourself. So then you can step into the wonderful things that God has ordained just for you. I'm doing things right now that I would have never believed I would have done in my life. And it's all because I've understand more of what the truth of what God says. See, the Bible tells us that Satan is the father of lies and he loves to whisper lies to us. He loves to whisper things into our hearts and minds because it keeps us from being all that we're called to be. And God wants to bless you and he wants to bless me. I believe with a fresh understanding because we need to do that to rise up and be the men and women that God created us to be. So step in to the wonderful things God has for you. And remember, you're never a failure unless you fail to see God's love for you. This is so critical and so important because when we understand God's love for us, we find identity, we find value, and we find forgiveness for our sins. He's a loving father. He wants to be your daddy. He wants to erase lies you believed about him and about yourself. So I just want to close right now with prayer. And um, I want you to just pray this with me. Just repeat after me. Say, God, I come to you. And I want to trade all the lies I believed about myself for the truth of your word. Open the eyes of my understanding. Open my heart to truly understand how uniquely you've made me, your plans and purposes for my life, and that I'm special and that I'm your treasured possession. God, I want to be all that you've called me to be. So raise me up. Help me to see myself as you see me. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, go have a great week. And I would love to hear from you. Love to hear how this podcast has helped you. Love to hear how you're understanding more about your identity and value.